I'm Marisol. And I'm Adam. And you are listening to the, the Reading, Reading Aloud, Aloud podcast. podcast. A podcast where the creative, emotional, and hilarious aspects of relationship communication is explored in real time by a real couple. That's us. In season two, we bring you along on our tour to keep the conversation going. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> well, here we are. We did not plan on recording our Fertility Journey Episode 6, although we might have done one when Baby Comet was born, but um, we are recording now. We might have talked about the fact that the Baby well, we, Comet no, was no, born. No, 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 <laughs> We might have done another episode entitled Our Fertility Journey. Got it, got it. We definitely will have talked about <laughs> our upcoming child. <laughs> Lots. I'm sure everybody is excited to hear about that. But no, I, you know, we have done this fertility journey um, series about our infertility struggles and how we've struggled with that. We've gone through our infertility journey, we've gone through our IVF journey, and uh, we haven't done one like through pregnancy, but it's really been focused on our infertility. But we're doing a new episode now because we got some really scary news um, at our last checkup which was the 24-week checkup and uh do you want to do you want to talk about that news or would you want me to oh i, th I thought <laughs> i thought you were gonna be like or would you rather talk about chocolate or would you <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so it kind of feels like where where to begin you know yeah. you know i so i posted something on instagram just you know my business is on instagram at soul reflection and i posted something because i just couldn't think of is bereft the word Nobody... is it bereft well first of all it's bereft bereft yeah yeah but i, I mean... was just i was testing your knowledge there <laughs> but i think my question is is because i don't know if you only say that after people die and nobody's dead thank god yeah i i, I don't know then don't, don't know why i thought to ask you but yes you know we were so sad that like you know and i run my business publicly and i was like i can't pretend to talk about anything else and we waited to talk about IVF until after we were through some of it and you know there's this level of privacy and in the experience and you know it's been really important for us that you know we have a team of doctors we have our family we have our close friends and we we really have um, each other and we seek information in you know, we're really thoughtful about how we seek information. And when you tell people, especially when you're in the midst of the vulnerability, you know, the information comes in and it gets really overwhelming quickly. And so it wasn't really necessarily, I wasn't that excited to talk about it publicly, but you know, what has been so different about this is first of all, I have really appreciated how many people have respected us in the sense of like, you know, assuming the best, like assuming we're doing yeah. everything we can. Right. And then the other thing is like, I have never needed an outpouring of love so bad mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. as I have this time. Like the infertility was so chronic that it was like, I had a few people that I talked to about it. We weren't, I wasn't miserable. I, and, and I want to talk a little bit more about that in a bit because it's really kind of, I, I feel really clear about some things yeah. as of this week. I didn't need like prayers, good thoughts, food, 
think of me now in this moment. Right. You know, we weren't calling people when we were like, we're going to try today, <laughs> send the good thoughts, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it, and in the IVF, like, there weren't that many people who knew that we were going through it either um, because it, it just felt like more like trending toward the hopeful. Right. Whereas this feels really scary. Yeah, yeah. I actually have thoughts on all of this, but I I want to I want to talk about and maybe I'll just give a rundown from my perspective of what's going on, so we don't get too deep into it without folks kind of knowing the context. But I want to hold that because that is that is where we're going to get to in this podcast is our, is that very real stuff. So let me start with just kind of giving a, a brief overview of what's going on. We went in for a twenty four week uh, checkup appointment. They have been monitoring Marisol fairly closely, and during that appointment, they checked the length of her cervix at the ultrasound, and it was much shorter. It was shrinking at a quickened rate. So we, the appointment was, you know, for, so apparently there's um, not a high risk of heart, um, heart conditions in IVF babies, but a higher rate, a higher correlation between right. IVF mm-hmm. and heart defects. And so they, they had checked at the 20 week mark to see if they saw anything glaring. And they, you know, we were there cause they were checking cause the heart was big enough to see more. So they were checking right. for bigger or smaller heart issues that they couldn't have seen at the 20 week mark. And they were checking something else that we hadn't talked about on the podcast yet, but I had some partial Previa, so my placenta was partially covering my cervix, which, for those who don't know, just means you you can't labor until into if until if and when it moves out of the way because you can't push through the placenta without like risk of death to the baby and to mom. So, but there and was it's, a, and it's relatively common early in pregnancy, and they were just checking that it had you had know, moved as had my moved. uterus had grown. It had moved. And exactly. Both of those things looked good. Yep. yep. But. But the, the cervix was abnormally short for the time frame in which we were at the pregnancy. And what that meant was it put us at a much elevated risk for a preterm labor and preterm pregnancy. And in fact, uh, so much so to the point that, you know, we're going to go back in and get it checked again tomorrow. In fact, when we're recording this, we're going to go back in tomorrow but, uh, you know, there was there was kind of the option at that point, and what could happen tomorrow is that Marisol will go into the hospital for an indefinite stay to be in the hospital so that if she does go into labor, then the baby can immediately go into the NICU because it will be anything before 28 weeks. Any birth before t- 28 weeks is called a micropremie, and so um, that's a very real possibility for us, and I think that... When we found that out and that, you know, we'd kind of been, it was just a complete shock to the system. And so that's what we're experiencing. We're going to go in tomorrow and get it measured. We we made it a week, which was a blessing of not going into labor because when we found that out, it was very, they were like, you could literally go into, you know, you, it could be shrinking fast and we don't know how quickly it's shrinking. Um, There's a lot of information that we still don't know, but what we do know is that it's more likely than not likely, anything's still possible, but it's more likely that we will have a preterm, we will not reach 37 weeks, which is a full-term pregnancy. I'm not saying that we can't or won't, but it's more likely that we won't at this point. And I think just that fact was, you know, it's just another completely crazy 
challenge, it felt like. And all of a sudden, you're so oriented around this 40-week mark, and you're so oriented, and you're following the bump app, and how big's the baby now, and how big's the baby now, and it's like 40 weeks and due date. And uh, we, we didn't have any direct ties to the due date like that day or anything. We know it can vary, but we were definitely tied to a full-term pregnancy, of I think, course. more than I realized until uh, all of a sudden it was – again, more likely that we would not be reaching that point. And so that's what we're going through right now. Right. And, you know, I really want to focus on, because you and I have come, you know, through many conversations with people that I love and adore, like we're also holding a vision, not naively, (laughs) but holding a vision for a miracle. You know, it's not, that is something I value in us both is that we can have a very realistic, um, literal earth-based scientific perspective on things and a very spiritual, timeless Yeah, be able to hold those multiple truths at the same time, which we actually, you know, have recently talked about on the podcast. Yeah. So, you know, it's like, the, the truth is, is that when, whether the cervix shortened fast or slow, it's pretty short. It's at the, what they call like the, you know, the shortest length. Essentially a tipping point a tipping of like point. anything longer than this and we would be okay, even though it's, it would still be kind of short, but we would be okay. Anything shorter than this and we're in serious territory. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's been this interesting process over the course of the week. You know, I wanted to record right away because I wanted that raw emotion, but it's been interesting. But I'm I'm interested in where we're at today because a lot has transpired since then, and I'm I'm glad to have some perspective because my first prayer was that I really wanted my peace back. Mm. You know, like so. What I'm realizing is that since we have been trying to get pregnant. That which started in January of 2017. Since that point, it was, and I had a friend put it so great. She was like, you know, living with the pain and finding joy around it. And she was relating it, you know, she was talking to me, but she was also relating it to her own personal experience around some things. And it's interesting when you have a chronic trauma or a chronic problem in your life. There's lots of things like any kind of fertility falls into that. Um, Mm -hmm. or, you know, physical ability or pain or your relationship is on the fritz chronically, things like that. You know, it it just, it's a flavor in your day. So we, you know, I've, I've been looking back and I'm like, why did the last two months feel so incredibly different than the last four years. And I'm like, cause we went, we've traveled to Montenegro and to Paris and we've done like a tour of the West coast and Bali. I mean, we've done so many amazing travel and things that bring us joy, things that yeah. specifically bring you and I joy. And yet I've not felt free the way that I felt free the last two months of my life. Mm-hmm. And free in an emotional sense, very much because we've been <laughs> the, le- the, the right. quarantine. This is the least free that we are. It's the least free that we've been in our lives in terms of going places, and Do you know we're not we here to talk about that. But like, I guess what I'm reflecting on right here is the fact that emotional freedom it just shows how so important that is. Yeah. Because even though we haven't had the 
um, I guess, physical or whatever freedom to go where we want or to travel, we've had this emotional freedom because what you're about to talk about. Yeah, like happy, joyous, and free. Yeah. Happy, joyous, and free. And peace and contentment. I want to write that on the vision board. Happy, joyous, and free. Mm. It's beautiful. And, and, and we've had peace. I have experienced peace and contentment. And, you know, I through the many privileges that we have, you know, this quarantine has also afforded some of that peace and contentment because our lives have gotten so unbelievably simple that there has been a sense of peace with that. But I also think that the peace has come from no longer having that chronic pain in my life, in our life. And yeah. I'm, I'm pretty pissed right now because I feel like this week it was taken from me again. And that's, that's a victim mentality that, that I'm aware I, I have choice in. But we're talking serious letting go, serious, radical, radical acceptance to, 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 to say, because again, I'm back in that place where we've had a fine week. I mean, it's been, we've been busting our asses to try to get things in order. Cause who knows if we're going to have to shut our lives down temporarily for a while. But like I, f and so I feel like when we're stressed like that, we have a harder time connecting and you know, there's, a, there's it's, it's been difficult. We also have laughed and we've, you know, eaten three meals a day every day and been able to watch some of our favorite TV and we find joy. But again, it's finding joy around the pain. Yeah. It's just like this film or something like you're I just imagine we had frost on our windows this morning and it's like driving with a slight layer of frost or like your glasses are fogged up. And you're still doing all the things, but then all of a sudden it clears away and you have a clean new, I mean, you feel like, like, you know, you have a new lease on life and all of a sudden then everything just fogged back over and we can still, as you're saying, enjoy our existence within that. But it is, it's deep, deep acceptance of, okay, now this is part of my reality again. Now these kind of health things are, are part of my reality now. I'm that is it's an existence that I'm trying to find joy within. And I want to also give myself a little credit because, you know, it's interesting as you're saying that the film clears. And I think that in this culture and society, there's a little bit of an addiction to the problem. Like it's almost like no matter who you talk to or what's going on, there's always a problem that they can identify in their lives. Yeah. And, and people want to hear about the problem. Yeah. You know? yeah, it's, uh, yeah. And I really feel like because, you know, all that lifts and here I am pregnant and, you know, I've got insane heartburn and my body's changing rapidly yeah, and, yeah. you know, weight gain and stretch marks and acne and moodiness and, you know, pain. You're pretty sexy pregnant woman, though, <laughs> let me just say. I mean, the picture you just painted was one thing, but <laughs> I'd like all our listeners to know that Marisol is an incredibly gorgeous pregnant woman. Really? I am so lucky. Aren't we all, though? Yeah, of course, but I have a special, you know, you are the I best, appreciate in that. my opinion. I yeah. really do. I really do. I really do, because, you know, I have farted more than I have <laughs> ever yeah. farted in my life, except for that one time I ate that whole... I mean, your, your farting more just makes Trouser and I feel more comfortable with our existence. <laughs> 
You but, were saying though all the all the issues that all the symptoms or whatnot. Yeah, that come but with I I really was not interested in moving from one problem to the next. I did, wasn't yeah. gonna take I, like I I am determined to be happy, joyous, and free. Yeah, and I was not taking for granted the fact that something had lifted, the film had cleared, the frost had cleared. Like it it, it really was an incredible time, and and we had and it was reflected in in our connection and the laughter that we. Had. Yep. And, and, and our, our visioning, our planning, we were, we were planning new things for the, the, the reading aloud and we were going to launch our YouTube channel and we were doing all these different things. And I mean, yeah, you're right. It was, we were on a really tuned in elevated level of, of relationship, of communication, of existence, because we had that clear clear vision and I you know I, I you know I've been thinking about this a lot and I keep coming back to like you know I'm not special I don't get to you know I don't yeah, get to yeah. hang, hang on to joy you know like I it, like this idea that like I don't want to ever think that I deserve to be free all the time you know like and life's not going to come and be life but I really am clear that I spent three whole years in a subtle state of trauma Mm, with mm. the infertility mm. and and there's better there's better life out there than yeah. that for me and that with that clarity there really is more potential and so you know in the same breath that I don't expect life to just go my way I I also and and I have proved we have proved to ourselves that we can find joy around the pain like I really do it's like I had a girlfriend call me when she saw that post and she says you really don't deserve this and you know that's hard to hear because people have worse and it's not really about being deserving but like I did also appreciate the reflection of like you've been through a lot Marisol like you've been through a lot and you're can you catch a like is like are you gonna get to catch a break at some point brings me to this meditation that somebody sent me around releasing the suffering in our life and I really I'm I'm going I'm excited because one of the things that we need we know that we need to do is more meditation and especially if we're going into labor period but also if we're going to be going under any kind of stressful circumstance I really want to, and I want, I want really want to, you know, continue to have like a everyday practice of mindfulness and meditation. And, and, and I have since last Wednesday, but I, but I'm also interested in releasing the stuff, like permanently releasing the suffering in my life. If this is some hook that I'm in some circle that I'm in of suffering, I'm ready to let go. I have no, no use for it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's interesting that you bring that up, this kind of this cycle or hook of suffering of being in it because I've had my personal experiences, you know, the husband is the partner in this situation. And almost now it really kind of hit me, but certainly throughout the, our whole fertility journey, I really have just struggled this time with feeling dejected, feeling frustrated and feeling disappointed with the fact that in my life I have had many people close to me who have dealt with so many health issues and it's it's never come up for me quite like this until kind of this one and I think part of the reason was because my child was all of a sudden involved in this and it's really hard for me to talk about because it's it's like a vulnerable place and I want to be clear like I don't 
it's nothing to do with it's nothing to do with any of those people like it's nothing to do with you it's nothing to do with my mother it's nothing to do with all the people in my life who've been close to me who've been sick and that I've had to deal with it's feeling that I'm cursed you know it's this feeling that like I'm not I'm somehow people that are close to me are getting sick um and I know that's crazy I was talking with my men's group the other night and, you know, I told them this and they were like, you know, and I was like, I know. And they're like, you're crazy. I mean, they said a lot of really helpful things, but, <laughs> you know, you're more than that. But essentially is you're crazy. That's not true. It's like I deal with that and I feel that and I feel like it's funny because I don't know if it's sadness. Like it doesn't it, it's sad, but it's like it's disappointment and frustration. And I hold I hold myself accountable for no reason but I do um in that and I just I had those feelings like just I was just so frustrated with it and part of it I think is because I've let myself go to playing out these alternate realities of what what could have been if this wasn't the case you know, what What could have been if that didn't happen? What could have been if that didn't happen? But at the same time, I, I have to realize that, like, that's not actually reality. That's, 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 a, that's a false reality. That is not the real thing. And so honoring that this is, it's not about, it's not my fault that any of this is happening. And that, like, it is... It is the perfect reality that is meant to be because that's kind of what's that's what's happening right now. And it doesn't mean that I have to avoid suffering or or not have emotion or not be sad about what is happening. But it means that I accept it and in, and in, and embrace it and approach this with with a whole new mindset. And I I say that like I, that's what I'm doing, but that's not what I'm doing. I'm sitting here and I have been this week at certain times frustrated. I have been disappointed in just not not necessarily in myself or in you, definitely not, but like in the situation, just sad about the situation because I'm I'm letting myself, oh, what could have been? If this didn't happen, what would it be like? And that's just I it's torture. I, it's yeah. torture. It's torture. And it's torture, I think, for me and just, just speaking on my experience. But like for my experience, because it feels like that's it has been just a constant theme in my whole life of like what could have been. Oh, if that didn't happen, what could have been? And it has been a lot around significant health issues with people who are who are I'm the closest to mm. um, when I haven't had those problems, you know, luckily. So I've been a caretaker. You know, I've been in a different role. Yeah. I, re I really appreciate you sharing that, babe. Yeah. Thanks for opening up and just, I mean, really pouring your heart out. Yeah. Yeah. It's a crazy feeling to feel like you're causing suffering to other people. Right. And that, and that, and, and, and I know that that's not true, well, but like, but, uh, I feel in, that way. And in your situation, it's, it's without trying, you know, I mean, that's the thing is yeah. that it's the, when you talk about having a curse, it's, it's also without meaning to, you know, it's, I, if you're cursed, you know, then this is just what you bring into the world karmically or something, right? You know, 
I want to demonstrate, especially for our listeners, what it's really like, you know, what the right way to respond to somebody when they share their heart. But, you know, you and I have talked about this already once this week. You've shared this. So I am going to kind of jump to the next phase of it, which is to say it, it like it really breaks my heart to hear that. You know, it breaks my heart because just like your men's group, like I, I can't. I can't agree with you. You know, I can't, <laughs> I can't believe that that's possible. And, and if it is, it's a karmic lesson. It's a, it's a lesson in this life that we, uh, that we don't know why, like there's something, if it's true, and I would never say cursed, cause I think that's got a really negative connotation, but like, if it's true that like the people you love, you know, then we have something to learn or unlearn in this lifetime. And, you know, I do want to remind you that I was very, very sick with autoimmune stuff that I had not yet identified before I met you. And I remember the feeling of meeting you and a year after we meet, I am diagnosed with cancer. And I just remember distinctly feeling like my body finally was able to let down, mm-hmm. you know, like it had been holding this, this problem for so long. And it was finally, I, the, the, the bedding was comfortable enough. The support was great enough. The, it was safe enough for my body to do what it had to do. Otherwise I would have been, you know, maybe cared for differently or, or alone in that process. And so, you know, I don't know. I can't like, I feel so fortunate to have been with you during that time. Yeah. And, and, and maybe you're a saint. (laughs) I mean, it's a different spin on the same thing that you're talking about. Right. That I'm placed in these situations because I'm the right person to like, well, you, you, know. you definitely have like an incredible capacity to love. Mm-hmm. Mm. Thank you. Yeah. I think that it's so funny. Like, it's so funny how these moments in time and in this fertility journey that we've been on, we've talked about it a lot. And that in these moments in time when things are so difficult you, you know, and it's a little bit cliche to say, but like you really do just learn these deep lessons about yourself through struggle and pain. We just we we learn who we truly are. And what just came up for me when you said that is I'm so good at 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 loving you, at, at loving other people. Um but like if i could if i could just really learn to love myself like like that would <laughs> you just lost it <laughs> sorry to laugh i mean uh, i mean it's heartbreaking <laughs> but it's true like it's true and and I mean, it's, it's not this, that I like punish is, myself. We're not but. always this happy. This is so deep. <laughs> but but so it's true. Intense. Like there's a whole nother level that I need to learn to like yeah. love and care for yeah. myself. Yeah. Um, now the dog's here. Yeah. Trousers, our emotional support creature <laughs> is, is like called onto duty. We sent up the bat signal and she's, she's over here. Um, but no, I just, I just want to share that, like, like center in that for a second. Like it's, 
it's 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 such a lesson in all of this and it's amazing that like we go through this scary scary time medical diagnosis for lack of a better word that is dealing with our pregnancy and you know we're going through these motions and out of that pain and out of that suffering you know, it's a it's a deep reminder for me personally to love myself more. Right. I mean, you know, you don't see that one coming. Right. You know, that's not what that's not what you think. That's not what they would write. And so I think, you know, one of the takeaways for me is just like through these processes, anything that life throws at you, don't expect like you're gonna know what lesson you're gonna learn when you enter into right. it. Right. You know, it's interesting that we're talking about this now because, you know, I really, <laughs> it's a different spin because uh, of course I'm having self-centered thoughts about this problem, right? Like why me, why me, why this, whatever. And I was, I was lamenting the other day. I was like, I'm, so, you know, because of course what we do with this, like this is my, the way that I deal with problems in my life is to move through them with the most ease and grace that I possibly can or thrash through them, whatever, but get through them. And when I get to the other side, be of service, Mm. you know, be there for people who are going through it, share it in blogs and writing, talk about it on the podcast, support my clients in going through it. Like I turn right, I turn it right around and I offer support to others and I do it all the time. And I was like, okay, universe, I know that I, uh, this is a skill. I'm done going through things. <laughs> like I was like, I'm, I'm, t- yeah. I don't want to be of service right now. Like right. I want to be selfish and enjoy a pregnancy. I don't want another thing that I have to turn around. And then, you know, and it's like, can you hear the universe saying, you know, but that's what you're so good at. You do such a good job. Right. Thank you. You, yeah. you are willingly of service. And I'm like, yeah. I just want to have a selfish moment where I have a pregnancy that's super fucking easy. And, 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 you know, no, no drama. Like it, like it just be. <laughs> and then I get to enjoy this kid who just lives forever and I die first and then they die and you and I die on the same day. And, you know, we have 18 grandkids and we just live this life that's joyous, you know? Right. And I don't know if anybody actually gets a life like that, but sometimes you, you see people and it's like the amount, you know, they're not suffering at every turn. Yeah. And I just was like, universe, turn it off. Turn it off. I am done. And of course, like, I don't know if this is like my life, but like, I'm, I'm, I I don't, I I feel like I can find things to be of service with, even without having to experience deep pain. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what's crazy is that you say that, and I think that I would guess that many people listening immediately go to this kind of like, yeah, right. That's not life. You know, like life doesn't work like that. It doesn't like life is difficult. And while yes, that is true. And, oh, you think your problems are going to stop there. Wait till you have a kid and then you're not going to sleep. And, you know, you, you, you've mentioned this earlier. Like, it's like, we're, we're kind of this addicted to the, the difficulty you know, we dive into that. We dive into that. We look for that. We seek that out. And I'm not trying to call anybody out there, but like, I'm just saying, I think that that's, that's where we as humans are kind of trained to, to go to. 
But at the same time, that vision that you just painted of this life where, where things flow with ease, you're worthy of that. Mm. You are completely worthy of that, mm-hmm. whether it happens or not. Mm. There is nothing out there that says that you are not worthy of that life. Of those yeah. things not happening to you. And I think that that mindset is really powerful. Whether, again, whether it, it, we, we talked about this a little bit on our first podcast around, you know, when we were talking about love and, you know, marriage and love and our meeting and everything. And one of the big things that, that we say in, in many different forms is that you're going to have difficulty, but when you meet your person, it doesn't have to be hard. Like, it doesn't have to be hard. Like, yeah, you're going to fight, you're going to have difficulty, but it doesn't have to be hard. And I think that's also relevant here. You're going to have difficulty in life, of course, but there's a difference between constant struggle. And I think this fertility journey for us has felt sometimes like a just constant struggle. Well, and I, we I, had this moment where it felt like it was coming together and then all of a sudden there's what boom. feels like this yeah. boom, this huge setback. Yeah. And that's frustrating. Yeah. I I, th- I think what I have realized is that, you know, I have some PTSD. And I mean, I knew that that was a possibility coming off the backs of the back of the fertility stuff. And, you know, IVF has, you know, it's some there's medical procedures and this and that. And so I, I figured at some point I'd have to deal with that. But like, I guess I'm just, I'm like, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 I'm not signing up for PTSD. Like I, like I think, and you know, I think mitigating, you know, there's going to be some level of something, which I think is what we're seeing and feeling. And then there's just like, I'm, I'm, I want to mitigate that. Like, I don't, I want to let my body do its thing. And talking about it on this podcast is certainly helpful. I mean, I have, we have wailed, I have wailed this week, you know, just sobbed and wailed and and just allowed myself to feel the feelings. And, you know, I was telling a friend, I said, you know, because because I have a friend who's put together a prayer circle of upwards of 40 people, a daily prayer circle, at, you know, and I have uh, like, you know, people we've got had people make us. And let me just food. say, yeah, I mean, let me just say that is something that. I just want to raise up an honor about you in that, you know, you mentioned earlier, you're really good at kind of telling your story for people and showing up and supporting people and being of service. And one of the ways that that is so apparent is that your community of and your support networks are out of this world. I mean, out of this world, incredible. The the amount of people that show up for you and 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 me to a certain extent, but it, I mean it, it's and now I'm not saying that my support networks are bad. They're just like the magnitude of yours. Like I am in awe at the support networks that you have, and you know maybe we should do a podcast on like being of service and cultivating support networks because it is just truly and and it is a testament to the love and the support that you give out into the world because when you need it, it comes back to you and it comes back to you in abundance. And that is just, we are so blessed. I am so blessed because of that. Um, It's just, it's really incredible. And to all those people in your support network and, and 
to really, it's a reflection of you and who you are and, and the incredible work that you do in the world. Wow. Thank you. Honestly, I needed to hear that because I think I was starting to feel a little bit like a, a martyr <laughs> with the serve, like, be, you know, like I'm having this should happen. And, you know, I was starting to feel like a little bit of a martyr, but I loved, I love the idea that I have supported each one of these people who are showing up for me now in some way. And that, that is why they are wanting to support me. And that very much, that so. means a lot because, you know, I don't always, I'm not always of service on purpose. You know, I'm certainly not doing it for the notoriety and and it's the type of people that you surround yourself with too they're amazing amazing they're amazing and, that's, and that says something about you you know in this worthiness that you that we've talked about of like a spectacular suffer free life that whether real or not you know that you're worthy of you're creating that in a way because of the type of people that you're surrounding yourself with and who you're and that the fact that then on top of that you're showing up for them so that when you do have suffering in your life the amount of suffering that you endure is so is so reduced because your community is there you know i you know when you said earlier like i my lesson is to learn to love myself and then you told me like i am worthy of dreaming of wanting having a beautiful life I really that really struck me like I, I think there is a part of me that for some reason and I don't know where that necessarily comes from there it's like it's like where humility goes wrong or something yeah. you know where yeah. where you think oh I need to it's a little bit like you know carrying burdens like you know I'm never supposed to have enough or or more than enough or whatever and and I really have understood in the past few years that like I can have more than enough and when I have more than enough I share it with the world yeah and I and I want I do need a lesson in worthiness I really do which is just so funny because the work I do is just all about that but um yeah yeah and it's so needed you know last time we talked a little bit about like peace and and movements and privilege and all that and we talk about that a lot on this podcast and you know it, it is also true that you are worthy of unbounding love and support and joy and you know in your life hmm. wow. you, you're so worthy of that is there anything else that we want to share you know, I mean, I think, I think maybe the, the, for those listening, you, you know, it's interesting because the, the timing of this, so we go, it's Tuesday, we're going into our appointment tomorrow, which is Wednesday. At that time, if my cervix is shortened greatly, we will move to the hospital where I will live just to be, like Adam said, near the doctors because it will be an emergency if the baby starts gumming. And they want to be ready to ready to help. So you know we we'll, we will do that. Um, and then this podcast is released on Thursday. So I mean we could be <laughs> in the hospital. When we this could be in the hospital, or we could be what you know. It sounded like maybe if the cervix had no change, we might be granted um, another week or two of or like, two. Yeah. I mean, that was the interesting thing to me. She was like, do you want to go get a steroid shot to help with lung development, last minute lung development in case you go into labor this week? Also, if you come back next week and things look okay, <laughs> we'll give you two more weeks. And I think it's, it's part like, of it is just this fact that like, 
just this fact that like we don't like there's so much information that we are you know that we need to know and i think we need to be prepared for just not receiving it all tomorrow not right. receiving it all you know we're not going to have all the answers tomorrow well and i've been i appreciate to, you yeah. saying that because that's certainly not how i'm going into it <laughs> um I'm like we will get all the answers um but you know i think you know oh, that i did want to say you know i was talking with my friend and i was like I was, you know, we've got all this support and, and people, you know, we got like the prayer chain going and then we got the people sending drawings of powerful animals and like we've got, you know, people making food for it. We've got so much support. And I, and I said, I'm going to feel really silly <laughs> if we're sitting at 37 weeks and we made all this fuss for nothing. And she said, oh, no, 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 no. If you make it to 37 weeks, we are going to be elated that the fuss worked. Yeah. Amen. 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 Thanks. Let's we're we're praying every day that the fuss works. So let's we're, let's ask, let's do a little CTA here, a little call to action. Yeah. What we would like from you, listeners, is to and and we are not particular about how you do this. Um just that you do it. And if you feel called to think of us in a positive light, that would be so helpful. So if you pray, pray, get on your knees and pray. If you sing, sing, if you dance, dance for us, dance with us in mind, because I'm not supposed to, I'm not on bed rest, but I'm not supposed to be doing heavy dancing. <laughs> and I like to heavy dance or draw pictures or whatever, but don't, don't tell us you're thinking of us and then forget about us because I don't think I've ever in my life wanted prayers and thoughts so bad. And I, that, that we do now. And we are worthy of that. <laughs> okay. I love you. I love you. Thanks y'all. Thanks y'all for listening and participating. We always have a great time with you. And if you enjoy the podcast, please go online and rate, review, share this with your friends. This is the way that we build this community. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.